quick warning before we begin, our episodes are made for adult ears, so do expect to hear some swear words and occasionally some adult themes. Oh, one more thing while we're at the warnings, a note on sound quality. These episodes have been produced by us in isolation. They're not made in our usual studio, so they don't sound as slick. But bear with us. I promise you the content is worth waiting around for. Hey, Daisy. Well, I'm fucking miserable. I don't know how you're feeling. I feel like we are wasting our time. We are podcastless and there's nothing that makes me unhappier than a podcastless life for two podcaster raster, raster, rasteras. I'm thinking of taking up plaster rastering. Can we make some podcasts? Hey, Rochine. I'm, I'm feeling okay, but yeah, we've got so much time on our hands. Um, yeah, I love this idea. We could talk to our friends, we could talk to lots of people and find out what they're doing with this time because I don't really know what to do with myself. So, sounds good to me. Yay! I'm so excited. I'm glad that we get to do this. I want to check in with loads of people, like you said, and check in with each other. I feel like every day we could bring a good and a bad news item, what's keeping us going, what's making us blue, and, uh, and then we'll try and get as many guests as we can. So, let's do it. Stunning. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm Daisy Grant, and you're listening to Harness, Isolation Diaries. Hi, Daisy. This is our first episode, and you're being really inconsiderate by eating a fucking cookie. I made it yesterday. I'm like, Are you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. an isolation monster? Have yeah. you turned into a monster? Well, I made these cookies when I was drunk yesterday, because I've just been drinking. That's all we do. That's all we do. Which is um, not this ideal. Is my new nice. laugh. <laughs> this is my new laugh, yeah, that I've been cultivating in isolation. <laughs> oh, you like it? oh, it's for all of the videos. <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. Okay, on a serious note. Well, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm doing all right. Um, out of ten today. Oh, I, 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 maybe a six and a half or seven. I'm all right. Ooh, I've got, I've, I'm not seven. I've, I'm, I've got a headache. So I'm, I've, you just told me to take paracetamol, which makes a lot of sense. And I did. So I'm just waiting for that to kick in. But I had a coffee and it didn't make me feel that good. I feel like this is really uninteresting. But in general, I'm just kind of ignoring a lot of what's going on in the world and just kind of thinking about But you're quite good at that, sort of suppressing your thoughts, feelings. feelings. Yeah, maybe. But like, I know what's happened. I mean, I know everything that's... No, I think, no, I don't mean that as a criticism. You're quite no. good at just cracking on. I think that is very useful at the moment. I am getting on with it. And, and actually, if I do say so myself, so am I. I'll have my ups and downs, but for yeah. the most part, I can get really absorbed in like a puzzle or yeah. something. <laughs> a puzzle. But like, that is us. Like you, uh, I think that's why we always end up working well together is that we're just like oh we've had a setback okay well let's get back on the fucking horse and carry on anyway that is should we wank each other off now or do it when we see each other i think we'll have to do it when we see each other next so i've got my good news items i have done my homework Mm -hmm. and am i only allowed to pick one um no i think more good news give me one and i'll 
give you my bad and then we'll go back to good. Okay. <laughs> then we'll so my first like one a little sandwich. Is a good bad sandwich. Okay, my first good news item, Jacinda Arden. Yes. So I and I want us to play that clip right now. You'll be pleased to know um, that we do consider both the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny to be essential workers. Um, but as you can imagine at this time, of course, they're going to be um, potentially quite busy at home with, with, their, with their family as well and their own bunnies. And so um, I say to the children of New Zealand, if the Easter Bunny doesn't make it to your household, um, then uh, we have to understand that it's a bit difficult at the moment for the bunny to perhaps get everywhere. Isn't it adorable? Oh, I, I mean, can't. she she in general is a good news item. Like she gives me hope and she makes me feel good. And she's an incredible example of leadership at this time. Has she time. done anything so, bad yet? Has she done anything wrong yet? Because she's just, in my mind, she's perfect. She's great. Um, All right, Mrs. Nego McGee, what's yours? Nego McGee, speaking of leadership, Boris Johnson is in hospital, which mm -hmm. is really really alarming I think um, why because I just think it would have to be really really fucking bad for him to go to hospital and to announce that to the general public that would have been the absolute last resort there's no way you would send the prime minister of Great Britain to hospital as a precautionary measure well, to ICU as well exactly so he's not supposedly he's not on a ventilator they downplayed his symptoms and his they really downplayed that in the media how he was and the fact he was kind of suddenly in icu <laughs> Rasheen's just put her dame edna glasses on this is insane this is a podcast Rasheen. Ah! <laughs> um they really downplayed his symptoms and now he's there and my concern is that it's a lot worse than what we're being told. And it's strange. I just can't really work out what, how I feel about it because on one hand, I feel like he should, he needs to be within the healthcare system of the NHS, see what's happening, see what's going on. But because he's the prime minister, he's going to get the best care ever, surely. That the, the best care possible that they can provide. I mean, I, I don't want anyone to be ill and suffering, any other human being, but there is a sweet, irony I suppose to Boris Johnson having to rely on the NHS after having or at least being part of a system that has driven it into the fucking ground completely so, so brutally um just cut funding cut wages cut like it's it mm. is a, a, a sweet irony and I feel confused and conflicted because I want him to see what he is a part of and what he's done but like I say he's going to get the best possible care so my fear is that he's going to come out of if he I mean not my fear I do hope he recovers like I really do my fear is if he recovers and comes out of hospital will he take this as an opportunity to say I've been inside the system and I see that it's fine because he got the best care do you get what I'm saying yeah Fear noted. I do feel for him and I hope he's okay. Um, I feel for his partner. That sucks. I just think it's a really interesting and like you say, sweet, sweet, ironic turn of events. Like what is going on? I have another good news item just to end on a bit of a high. Yeah. So this is, I'm reading you something from the UN Environment Program mm -hmm. that I uh, read today. So efforts to contain the virus by restricting the movement have had a remarkable environmental impact. 
According to China's Ministry of Ecology and Environment, data recorded between January and March 2020 reflects an 84.5% increase in days with good air quality in 337 cities. Satellite data from the United States National Aeronautics and Space Administration shows a decline of nitrogen dioxide over China. So a benefit of people staying in their houses right now is that the environment is taking a breather. And even though that's not necessarily a sustainable thing, I think it is something that's at least positive to come out of this. But well, like you say, it's not a sustainable thing, but hopefully people will see that and maybe change a lot of the way that we uh, travel, um, consume. I don't know. It's, I feel like it is going to have a profound change on society. I'd like to think it will. Now, Daisy, should we do our ISO whip around? Let's do it. Let's hear from our pals and people who have contacted us about what they've been up to. Hi, my name is Holly Smith. Um, I'm a photographer. I'm isolating in East Dulwich with four other housemates. I'm feeling all right, um, pretty up and down. Some days are fine and some days are a bit shit, um, but that's to be expected. I'm entertaining myself with stupid videos, memes, Instagram, books, wine, films, Davina McCall, workout DVDs. I've got no days left in me before I crack. Um, I cracked ages ago. <laughs> it's fine usually for me I'm out and about with lots of people so this is a tricky one but I'm enjoying some time to myself and just to chill and to spend time with my housemates we've got to know each other quite a bit more but the worst part for me is just missing all of my friends and my dad yeah just the pub and work <laughs> but I know that it won't be long until these things come back and um, I can see and hug all of my friends again. Hi, I am Maysoon Matason. I am an events manager at the Ace Hotel London Shoreditch. I am isolating in my home with my three other housemates. Right now, I'm feeling good, relaxed. I'm entertaining myself by working out, by gardening, by taking very long walks, by reading, by trying to do things that I don't regularly get a chance to do with a full-time job. The worst part for me is knowing that getting back to work is going to be very difficult because I'm so relaxed and kind of enjoying this quiet period getting back into a life that I have to work a lot of hours to try and get the money that I've lost that for me is the hardest part because right now or previously I've had loads of plans to travel but that's all going to be on hold for maybe another year and a half so that's the hardest part for me right now is knowing that I've got to work extra extra hard to try and see family in different countries and just yeah get back to normal life hi i'm will um i'm a actor writer who teaches i'm isolating with my family in surrey um i'm feeling a mixture of extremely lucky 
very frustrated and at any moment I might run five miles or eat a bag of donuts. I'm entertaining myself with my work, uh, creative work for a company I run, um, Disney Plus and copious amounts of Carol Churchill, which I wouldn't recommend because things are dark enough as they are. Uh, I've got probably about five days left before I crack. I'm enjoying having no responsibility to be productive. The worst part is I can't see my girlfriend, if I'm honest. Um, Thank you. Next up, we talk to Lisa, who is the founder and organiser of Gather Women in London. It's a fantastic networking collective for women across London. And we all come together and share our knowledge in a like really social, fun way. I had the absolute privilege of attending a couple of their brunches, one of which I was actually working at the restaurant for. Uh, and that's how I got to know Lisa. I felt so inspired by the work that she was doing and all of the women that we met along the way you might have seen Roisin and I post about her a few times and about the gather events we talked to Lisa about isolation and how she's managed to keep this kind of networking event still going amongst all of this craziness please enjoy how are you how are you Lisa (laughs) yeah I'm doing well thank you working from home which is good Mm. Um, doing gather from home which is good and then my partner's a musician and so we've been kind of trying to harness some of the interweb functionality to get some live living room gigs out there as well we did our first one on the weekend and it went well oh congrats how are you doing it what what platforms are you using um a lot of his followers are on facebook so we used the facebook live function and it was really good it's i have to send you a link because only to further demonstrate my technical inability it took kind of the first two minutes to figure out which way to even rotate the screen but we got there <laughs> it's hard you've got to learn haven't you do you sing what's your yeah yeah I'm classically trained as a child but I sing and play guitar with Marcus as well that's so, <laughs> so many skills a woman of no 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 I'm just gonna... of all trades <laughs> yeah but master of them all Hello. <laughs> no, no. Hello. <laughs> How has lockdown affected Gather and what changes have you met, had to make for your business to keep going? Yeah, good question. Because Gather's obviously um, founded on the premise that we need in person human connection. Um, mm. I wouldn't say it was formed as an antidote to social media, but um, it's why we do most of our events in small format, kind of 15 to 20 people, um, to curate that kind of human intimacy and community that we need. Um, So we jumped on the need for adaptation pretty quickly though. So we'd had an event, a brunch event scheduled for the Saturday. When did we lock down? Was it, I think our workplace kind of closed on the Thursday and we had a brunch coming up on the Saturday. It all got really serious on the Thursday. Very quickly, yeah. The next day. Um, That's right. Yeah, no, that's totally it. And so... I was like, right, we'll just, you know, I've heard Zoom's pretty good. We'll give Zoom a go and we just kind of put it online. And, it, and, and we've done a weekly Zoom event from there, which has been really good. There's definitely been some lessons learned <laughs> in curating a Zoom event. Um, in what way? Spill the beans. 
Uh, well, oh no, it's, it's a good question. So we do, um, for context, we do one a week, but we alternate between doing like a wine o'clock on a Friday night um, and a kind of like a morning catch up on a Saturday morning. I think the first one, because everything had happened so rapidly and so quickly and everyone's circumstances were different, but nobody's circumstance had remained the same. So we were all navigating huge change all at once and we'd had nowhere to put that kind of emotionally yet. So the first brunch was really good to connect with everyone, but there was this kind of, um, we were finding our feet and navigating everyone's emotions in a healthy and helpful way. And not even just emotions, but circumstances and situations and things like that as well. And I think there's been this kind of international um, reflection that this period has kind of been a grief process. And the more we kind of think about it in that way, and we know that everybody deals with grief very differently and with really different timings. Some people were really ready to just kind of jump on the optimistic side of things and what yoga classes were they going to do or how they were going to create their own like personal 2.0 version of themselves. And other people were still grieving what they'd lost um, because what they had lost was a lot. Um, interesting so, that you would say uh, that you're saying the grieving has been the, what we've lost because we were just talking to someone earlier who was saying that it's it, grieving in anticipation it's almost yeah. like you're you're seeing what you're going to lose absolutely and I think it's going to look really different for people on the other side of this as well but I think because Gather has such a large proportion of people of, of women that are self-employed that loss was actually very immediate and what kinds there of remains losses, what sorts of losses have you seen the first one that comes to mind obviously is financial people have lost huge amounts of finance um, or business continuity or security. A large number of people were kind of between jobs anyway because of the timing of contracts because they freelance or consult companies. And so they were caught kind of, they slipped through the net in a sense um, in terms of any government response or policy. And I think there remains a degree of clarity to be made for those people. There's still a large number of them mm -hmm. that are kind of struggling to find their feet. So I think there's that. Um, and then also we obviously attract people that like to connect in person or who are looking to connect in person. So there was a loss of community, I think, or a perceived loss of community until, um, and, until we kind of learned that actually we can do it. It would just be a bit different for a little mm. while. Yeah. So I, I just want to touch on what you just said about every, we all grieve differently. So yeah. if that's the case, then how do you grieve and how are you grieving at the moment? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think um, I've actually been thinking about that a lot this week. Um, I think I have a personality type that probably perceivably does quite well in like an emergency response situation because I'm a doer. Mm -hmm. um, and being an architect, I like to problem solve and try to fix things, which is sometimes unhelpful for people. Um, <laughs> but what I um, struggle to give space to is the come down after that, because that whole process happens on adrenaline. And towards the end of last week, that adrenaline ran out um, and I hadn't, hadn't recognized that. And I just felt deflated it was probably the best way I could describe that. So I had to just kind of give space to that and talk through it a bit or sketch through it a bit or yoga my way through it a bit without trying to fix it, uh, which is what my go-to is. Like feeling it rather than just trying yeah. to find an answer for it almost. Exactly, exactly that. But I think whilst I might feel that way at kind of an emotional level a bit or, or at an exhaustion level um, because there's just a few things going on in, in parallel, but 
I actually feel really optimistic about some of the good stuff that's going to either come out of this or have space to be visible through this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what, yeah, what sorts of things do you yeah. that to be? specifically yeah yeah specifically (laughs) i'm hoping particularly in the uk that the nation's understanding of what a key worker is is shifting Mm -hmm. and then inherent to that is what key work is and what care is and its value so i'm hoping that there are some really kind of intentional constructive conversations that are beginning now do you feel (laughs) a strange kind of sense of responsibility like i imagine it's quite overwhelming to have so many women who have similar experiences and you're kind of bringing them all together at once. I imagine you feel like you have to be the strong one almost because you're bringing all these women together and they're all a bit broken at the moment. Is that, <laughs> yeah. that must be a weird position to be in. Yeah, you do feel the responsibility as kind of like a, I guess it's a community leader. Um, I like to think that the community leads itself, to be honest, um, and I kind of just curate the infrastructure for it. But I do feel responsible for them in a way. But I think part of that has just been recognising what I can do and what I can't do. We pulled together a, like a, res, a small response group because I think connecting together as a group is really helpful. But actually some of our community have just needed one on one connection or just to kind of have a little shout out and say, hey, I'm not great right now. Can we just text for a bit or something? We can't fix everything. We can't be everything to everyone. And actually being honest about that is in is just as empowering at times. Yeah. What do you do to relax then? What have you been doing that's keep that's fun? Have you been anything light and for, just for yourself, you know? Yeah, really good question. I think I say that's all of your questions. They're all really good questions, which is why you lead the podcast and I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> music is such a joy for me. And I think one yeah. of the silver linings in this is that I've had a lot more time with my partner who would otherwise be out at gigs or traveling to play music for the people we've had a lot more time to play music together which has just been wonderful how have you found your relationship with social media like are you on it all the time do you find yourself scrolling have you downloaded tiktok yet oh my word (laughs) i i'm not a tiktok i don't think i'm cool enough for tiktok well (laughs) i i'm still not entirely sure what TikTok or even a TikTok is. I, I don't know what any of those things mean. Roisin's but... lying. She has done a viral dance. Uh, I, I told her to. <laughs> I did do a I did do a dance, but I don't. I still don't know how you actually use the app. Um, but I definitely don't feel <laughs> socially cool or accomplished enough to be part of TikTok. Um, but are you, you know, are you, do you feel like it's something you have to limit screen time? Like, do you try and get away? Are you quite principled? Yeah, I'm not using social media a lot personally at the moment, to be honest, because my job outside of Gather is a job that I can do from home. Um, but it's very busy at the moment. We were in a busy that- stage of the project before we quarantined. Um, and it seems to have ramped up, if, if anything. Um, so there's a lot of every kind of um, interaction or communication you would have had in person beforehand is now online on top of all of the kind of conference calls and things like that mm. as well. So I feel a bit content overload. So I'm not really using social media mm. um, personally, but I am still using it quite a lot because that's how we connect with Gather. 
Um, and we do that through Facebook and Instagram predominantly. Uh, Twitter's abysmal. If, if there's anyone out there who wants to volunteer to take control of our oh. Twitter and make it something. That's the Me same too. for us. Yeah. 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 It was like, Daisy, do something on Twitter. I'm like, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> oh yeah, not good completely. words anyway and then limiting them it's like you want me to be clever and witty and informative <laughs> in how many characters <laughs> and i can't even show a picture of my face how? <laughs> yeah do i even exist without a selfie what i don't yeah. <laughs> your selfie game has been strong this season daisy <laughs> i know honestly i'm a nightmare i've become so vain it's because I, you both have partners no one's telling me i look good so i've just got to keep posting and get validation from strangers I feel like that's become this kind of amazing set for like a, a series or something that's just playing out. It's, it causes me, I, yeah. I love watching it. <laughs> Thank you. It has oh. been, it's been fun. Cause like we don't, um, I'm never home. I'm like never home working cause I'm working yeah. hospitality. I'm always working such strange hours and then we're doing harness. So I'm just always flitting about. And so to just be trapped, Trapped on the house, but it's it's nice, and I'm getting to know my flatmates really well. Response. Yeah, I'm I'm finding the fun. We're having parties. We're having. We're having. Yeah, you are. It's amazing. (laughs) So you kind of touched on like the silver lining being about connection. Are there any other? If I could ask you to, you know, shake the crystal ball and look down the track three months six months a year i don't know what where do you see us what's that in store for us are we going to be okay ah the sort of question that you want to ruminate on for some time but then if you do you probably (laughs) just churn out something that's standard um are we going to be okay yeah absolutely but we're going to be different we're absolutely going to be different as as we have been on this on the other side of any pandemic um and i don't think that's going to be bad um, I think it's going to help shape our adaptability and capacity for change. And I don't think that's ever a bad thing to have a good capacity for change um, at a personal level or at a global level. So, yeah, we're going to be OK. We're going to be different. And I think, I yeah, I think three months from now, I'd probably I would say we'll probably be in a pretty similar situation to where we are now, if I'm honest. But I hope in a year's time, (laughs) not to be depressing, but I hope in a year's time we're looking back and thinking, wow, we coped with that really well, given the circumstances and, and look at who we are as a collective from it now. Um, Because I think that's going to be, it's the the kind of the global patterns and the community collectives and things like that, that um, will strengthen through this. I think going, going into this, previously there had been um some quite polarizing political rhetoric you know it i'm not sure united kingdom was particularly united on a number of really important issues but you look at it now and we've got the kind of clap for the nhs and the recognition of our frontline workers and you know advice and opinion from from government's been singular during this time and that's been helpful um and communities have banded together to be ambassadors for their local SMEs and businesses and things like that and I think there's just been a kind of a real unison um, in response and support and what a great time for it Mm, when we really need it I completely agree with you about if we can if the one thing we can take out of this is an appreciation for those key workers for our people on the front line nurses doctors teachers 
people yeah. who are helping carers. the community, carers. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone, is. bin men, Brand you know, people who... Parcel delivery people, the exactly. postman, like people yeah. who make the the world tick over in that yeah. real day to day. Then I think that will be a huge thing. So that's my hope. But yeah, totally. it's been so so lovely to talk to you. You've got a lovely voice as well. Not quite. No one's ever told oh. you that. Very <laughs> soothing. You're ready for <laughs> this soothing. podcast world, baby. You should do meditation <laughs> meditation podcasts. I'd listen to them. Yeah, Ooh, I'll put that on my bucket list for. No, you haven't. What am I doing? I'm giving you activities. You've got way too much. Yeah. Architect, musician. Thank you so much, Lisa. Yay. Thank you very much, ladies. Thanks for listening to this episode of Harness Isolation Diaries. We are proud supporters of Rafiki Mwema and the Carly Ryan Foundation. To hear more about their amazing work, check out the show notes. Also, if you want to share with us what you've been up to during these really uncertain times, drop us an email at projectharness at gmail.com or message us on Instagram. We love receiving your voice notes. Cheers. <laughs>